0: Take the Ron Show wherever you go. Download the America One Radio app to your smartphone and listen on the go. Or in traffic, wishing you were on the go. The Ron Show on America One Radio. So, not a lot going on in the state of Georgia today other than prepping for the game. Uh, There was like a quick swearing in of folks and then a getting out to, to go, I don't know, hit the grocery store, head to the parties. Uh, and get ready for the Georgia TCU game. I myself am r- ready to go a- as we speak. Uh, I have a, a quick stop at, uh, at a potential buyer clients to say, hi, what's our game plan? We'll map that out. And then I'm heading to go watch the game with some friends uh, at Wolf's uh, Sports Bar. Uh, just off of uh, 85 and uh, not far from Armour Drive, Buford Highway. So Governor Brian Kemp and Marty and the girls, yes, yeah, right, Marty and the girls uh, all took off to go see the game and landed in uh, L.A. yesterday. And oh my God. Oh, this man. This man and this, 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 this hang-up over tailgating. We talked about this at great length last week. He Made a lot of noise about the fact that uh, the venue isn't allowing tailgating around the SoFi Stadium grounds. Because the college football playoff committee said it's not allowed. Not because SoFi Stadium said it or Governor Gavin Newsom or anybody at LA County or the city of Los Angeles. No, it's just, that's a college football playoff policy. For some reason, he wanted to make it a liberal versus conservative thing, a California versus Georgia thing. Here in Georgia, we tailgate. We're going to tailgate in 2025 when the game's here. Well, the same committee that runs the game now will run the game then and- Okay, good luck getting the policy change, but we'll stop making this about California versus Georgia. There, I just gave you about a 30-second summation of, what, about 15 minutes of my rant last week. (laughs) So what does he do yesterday? He lands and gets off the plane on the tarmac, takes a picture, a selfie with Marty and the girls, and says, Marty, the girls and I just landed in California for the hashtag national championship. First thing we're going to do, listen to this. First thing we're gonna do is find a spot to tailgate with the best fans in the country, dude. Drop it! Oh my God! First of all, who gets off a cross-country flight and says, "I need a tailgate"? <laughs> it's just—it's—it's it's dumb. It's just dumb. My God! Just drop the tailgate crap. It—it makes—it makes him in particular, but us in general as Georgians. And Southerners look stupid. I mean, gosh, man, enjoy the trip, enjoy the game. Root on the dogs. They're going to win, right? But God, Governor, please stop making a political issue of something that isn't for once, just once. My God, drop it. I'll tell you what is happening back home while he's away. The Fulton County grand jury looking into Trump's In the 2020 election here in Georgia, well, that grand jury has now been dismissed. Uh, Judge Robert McBurney today wrote that the grand jury has satisfied its duty and is now dissolved, saying the court thanks the grand jurors for their dedication, professionalism, and significant commitment of time and attention to this important matter. It was no small sacrifice to serve. So the next step in this process will be a hearing, which has been set for January 24th, where the Fulton District Attorney's Office, along with media and those named in the investigation, are going to decide whether the report should be made public. That according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Whether or not to press charges on the case resides with Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis, who would have to provide evidence before another grand jury. Naturally, Donald Trump has continued to call this a witch hunt. There's also in Michigan uh, another investigation where Attorney General Dana Nessel has uh, decided to reopen criminal investigation into more Trump fake electors who falsely claimed their mega leader won the state when he didn't. And Nessel says, what we have seen from the January 6th committee is an overwhelming amount of evidence. I thought that there was already a substantial amount of evidence in that case, but now there is just clear evidence to support charges against those 16 false electors, at least in our state. Quite candidly, yes, we are reopening our investigation because I don't know what the federal government plans to do. Uh, I'll be out of town for this, but uh, while I'm kind of bummed I'm going to miss this, I'm also kind of glad I'm going to miss the traffic kerfuffle since I live two blocks from here. Uh, Joe Biden will be speaking at Ebenezer Baptist Church Sunday in place of Reverend Senator Raphael Warnock's usual sermon. So at 11 a.m., Ebenezer Baptist Church, President Joe Biden will be uh, speaking. Of course, that's heading into the King Day uh, events. Um, On Monday, Brian Stevenson, who is the founder and executive director of the Equal Justice Initiative, is going to deliver the keynote speech for the annual Martin Luther King Day Jr. beloved community service held at Ebenezer. Uh, Speaking of the president, he is currently in uh, Mexico City to participate in the North American Leadership Summit. He oh, finally, gosh, visited the border, went, swooped through El Paso, and also addressed immigration policy uh, late last week with some changes in Title 42. First of all, can we just talk about how... (laughs) How the highest court in the country somehow has taken the Title 42 policy set by Donald Trump, which they used mumps, not COVID, mumps. This is before COVID even came about. They used a mumps outbreak as rationale for the Remain in Mexico policy. Yeah, it was for a medical reason to prevent disease from spreading, but mumps, y'all. Like, mumps. Remember how you get inoculated for that when you're a kid? Not COVID, mumps. But for some reason, our highest court has decided that Title 42 has to remain in place. Well, Joe Biden has now added on to that by creating some policy that didn't exist before, a process, but now one that is a little bit more burdensome for families from targeted countries uh, like Cuba and Haiti and Venezuela in particular. We are going to reach out to uh, our good friend. We had her on two Mondays ago, as a matter of fact, Kate Lincoln Goldfinch, who is an immigration attorney in Texas, to get her take on that. So look forward to that in the next day or two. Okay, next segment, I want to give you all of Hakeem Jeffries' speech from accepting the House Minority Leader's role after The long, drawn-out, four-day spectacle that was GOP on GOP near violence. They almost came to fisticuffs last week. Anyway, i got to give you Hakeem Jeffries' speech because it's so inspiring. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it in its entirety, we've got it for you next segment. Here on The Ron Show on the America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. More Ron Show on America One Radio next.